What's going on, everybody? Kyrie Thompson here with another On the Road episode of First in Foxborough with some breaking news. Well, not so much breaking anymore because it happened like an hour ago. The New England Patriots just signed Mike Gesicki, tight end formerly of the Miami Dolphins, to a one-year deal to help shore up the pass-catching core for the New England Patriots gives Mac Jones another weapon. Highly productive receiver with the Dolphins, which basically that's what he is. He's another receiver masquerading as a tight end, but very productive nonetheless. He had two straight seasons of 700 plus yards, bit of a drop off last year, under 400 yards receiving. Just didn't quite fit what the Miami Dolphins wanted out of their tight ends and just generally their skill group. So he was on the outs there and instead of you know, having to you know pick him up off like a franchise tag or something like that or a multi-year deal uh suppressed market leads him to the patriots on i mean we'll see what the deal is the compensation hasn't come out yet as i've been talking about this but imagine that it's probably going to be relatively affordable otherwise the patriots probably would not have done it so let's get into a couple of thoughts about this first of all the obvious you get mac jones another guy to throw the ball to and it revives discussion about the two tight end system that we had thought was going to be in play when Hunter Henry and John Smith were signed in 2021. And obviously Hunter Henry is still here. We will see how that plays out. To me, I think the theory of it is good in that, again, you get a couple of pass catching tight ends that can help out your quarterback. Um, Some of the same issues, though, though in in a slightly different way, persist with the idea of doing a two tight end set with Hunter Henry and Mike Gesicki. And while Bill O'Brien is probably the right guy to figure this out because he was the guy that got Aaron Hernandez and Rob Gronkowski going off back in the day, you know, the most productive seasons, you know, especially combined that any tight ends have ever had in any offense. the, The fact remains that they were somewhat more interchangeable in that they could both split out they could both be in line wide tight ends Aaron Hernandez you know could line up just about anywhere with these two guys Hunter Henry and Mike Gesicki they're both best suited as pass catchers neither one of them are particularly good blockers I mean the Dolphins basically didn't ask the Gesicki to block they he was just a big receiver that's what he did and and then Hunter Henry last year we saw him struggle especially in pass protection when they put him in line and asked him to, to handle anything one-on-one, which, I mean, you should know better than to do that uh, with any good edge rusher, put them against a tight end, unless that tight end is really, really good at blocking. So the, I think some of the the logistics of that are going to be interesting with how they end up deploying those two guys. Do they basically just say, okay, yeah, Hunter Henry, you can do more in-line stuff. I mean, he, he's never spent you know, the, more than half of his snaps in line in his career, but he does it more than Gasicki does, so he would be the natural person if they're on the field together to have, them, have him be in line. But if they decided to just be like, you know what, you guys are both here to catch passes, why don't y'all both just split out into the formation? We'll do big empty sets, because that's the thing. You're going to have some big skill position players out there right now. Like, say you go ahead and you, you fill a lineup with, Tyquan Thornton, Devontae Parker, Juju Smith-Schuster, Hunter Henry, and Mike Gesicki. 
all those guys are like 6'2 plus, at least that I can think of. Um, could be wrong about that, but I know Juju Smith-Schuster is not exactly a small guy. So there, there are some interesting possibilities with that. Um, but I think that this move would not necessarily preclude the Patriots from drafting a tight end in this class, which is, again, already known to be a very deep class for tight ends. So I, I don't know that this is going to happen because you would have to trade down pretty far into the first round, I think, to make it happen or trade up high into the second. But Darnell Washington would absolutely fit the mold of somebody who can who can catch and and definitely is known more for his blocking because he's an absolute behemoth. And that's the kind of guy that like, yeah, you can build a two tight end offense off of that guy in, in terms of his skill set. I mean, wow. Then there are also other guys who are more pass catching types, right? I think Sam Laporta is kind of a, a nice bridge who can do a little bit of everything. He's a little bit more complete. Great run after the catch. Luke Schoonmaker was a guy that they were looking at down at the Shrine Bowl from Michigan. Again, he's another kind of solid guy who's got some good pass catching chops. So I think that they're probably going to sign another. Well, I mean, I could see them signing another you know vet tight end, but they, they've already got Matt Sokol on the roster and they've got Scotty Washington in there as well. So I think that probably the bigger move is going to be drafting a guy and then you fight it out for whichever three tight ends or four tight ends you want on the roster. So in, in all, I think that, again, I covered this a bit on WEI.com and writing about this, the Patriots are better. They are a better team than they were at the start of this week. I mean, the, <laughs> the, the skill positions, especially like in the immediate aftermath of losing Jacoby Myers, you knew that they were going to make some signings. It was going to get better. But in the, the immediate aftermath, that depth chart was looking ghastly. Like, just, you could not field an offense with that. And they've since, again, replaced the positions, you know, with guys that they lost. You know, they traded away John Lee Smith. They got Mike Asiki, who I think is a better player. They trade, or they, they lose Jacoby Myers in free agency to the Las Vegas Raiders. And they get Juju Smith-Schuster, who are, they're pretty comparable, but I think that Juju just brings a bit more of a, di- a dynamic skill set than Jacoby Myers does, especially in terms of yards after the catch. So, again, I would say that they are better. Right now, they are, again, they're better, but they are not vastly better. They are marginally better. The bigger improvements, I think, are going to come in the draft with you know, dynamic young rookies that are going to come in. I think you, you really need to look at premium positions, wide receiver, cornerback, offensive tackle. But the best part about what they've done is that you can look at, at the way that they've handled free agency and at least unless they trade somebody like surprise, like they did with Shaq Mason last year, you're not going in with the situation where you're like, okay, we absolutely have to get an offensive guard right now. Uh, let's go ahead and draft Cole Strange, number 29 overall. Right now, you're not in that situation you could theoretically do whatever you want. And again, I know that there are a lot of people that are going to say you should absolutely draft an offensive tackle number 14 overall. But as train goes by, um, by commuter rail, um, as as we look at the board, I, I just have a feeling that none of the top three tackle options are going to be there. If they are, then that's definitely something to talk about. But 
again, if, if we're talking about like Pete Skoronsky, I don't know if you want to do that at tackle. Do you want to be the team that finds out that his arms are too short to play tackle in the NFL? And then you've got to go ahead and bump him inside. And then where do you put him? Though I think that's, that, that's not a horrible problem to have. If he's just really that good, then he can fit in anywhere. And there is also that part where you would have to pay Mike on Wenu. And if you don't want to pay Mike on Wenu, you could throw Pete Skaronsky there. Sorry, just galaxy braining that. But I, I would want... Paris Johnson Jr. or Broderick Jones. And I just don't think either one is going to be there at number 14. So then you're talking about what do we do there? Do we want to take a corner? You could. But if it's not one of the top corners, like I'm talking like Devin Witherspoon or Christian Gonzalez, then I, I don't know that there's anyone that, that would be worth it at 14. So then you're talking about edge or receiver. And I mean, that's where it gets really interesting because we know that there's the possibility, maybe, of Jackson Smith and Jigbo, or and certainly Zay Flowers, I think, would still be there. So what do you do? But again, these are good problems to have, because now you can legitimately go into this and say, we can just take the best, the, the highest graded player on our board at number 14. And if we think that we want to go ahead and trade back here, because we feel pretty good about it, and we have somebody specific in mind that we can get down the line, then we'll go ahead and do that, whether it's a receiver, whether it's an offensive lineman like Darnell Wright or something like that. They have set themselves up well to get better in the draft and not have to reach for somebody that they don't believe in just because they need somebody at a given position. Not that I necessarily think the Patriots would reach for somebody that they don't believe in, but somebody that, that they don't necessarily absolutely love or who wouldn't be a good value at that spot. So, you know, we'll see what happens from there because obviously a lot of big changes going around in the AFC East right now. We'll see if the Patriots can keep pace. Draft is going to be really important, but so far the Patriots are trending in a positive direction. No, it might not always seem that way, especially given what everybody else is doing around them, but so far, decent free agency for New England. That's all for this one. Kyrie Thompson, first in Foxborough. See you later.